are listening to Peak One Sports. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Lead Off on the Peak One Sports Network. I'm Ashton sitting here with Tony, getting you ready for your sports weekend, which includes maybe one of the most legendary uh, coaching carousels, NFL and college yeah. football yeah. Uh, of all time with uh, Bill Belichick, Pete Carroll, Nick Saban, all either retiring or just moving on from... <clears throat> their respective organizations yeah and do we i know the retiring is nick saban do we really think he's walking away from football just yet is this just his way to get out and get a change i mean the way the landscape of college football looks and he's been public about this that he doesn't like the nil and it, it levels this playing field more like the nfl does this just push him to say screw it let me go to the nfl i'm dealing with the same crap yeah besides salary caps i mean that's yeah, I mean, but does that make it I mean, you're still succeeding. I mean, you haven't won a championship since any of the NIL stuff started, but I mean they're in the college football playoff every year. But it's just so much of a headache for him where it was easy without that because he had a lock on the recruits and now he doesn't have a lock on recruits. I mean, would it be better to walk away, I mean, relatively at the top of your game? Uh which to Alabama standards, maybe it's not not at the top. I mean, because you didn't win, you haven't won national championship in a few years. But I mean, you're still up there competing. I could see in a year's time he wanting him wanting to get back. And it could you ever see him in anything other than a head coaching role? Um, <clears throat> maybe like an organizational role. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I mean, he hasn't had a whole lot of success in the NFL. Well, and, rightfully I mean, so, he had the Dolphins. Yeah. A terrible Dolphins team at that. I mean, I think he's proven himself so much now, and he's made, he's such a legend from college football and at Alabama. He would he would inherit a better NFL team if he went wherever he went in the NFL as a coach or upper management. I think he, he has earned the opportunity for well, looking, a better team. Looking at what he's, I mean, even though not winning championships, what he's done, I mean, that'd be the equivalent of making the conference championship in the NFL. So would he go and be able to compete and make a conference? I mean, it just depends what team he well, goes for. obviously, the NFL, we know, I mean, just like in college, the roster means everything. Yeah. You know, the <clears throat> coaching can hurt your team, and it can't help it, but I think it hurts it more if you don't have the right coach. But having a pretty good coach doesn't automatically put you there. You have to have the roster around them. That's why you see these good coaches, the Pete Carrolls, the Bill Belichicks. Bill Belichick is an outstanding NFL coach and can go on and coach any other team in the NFL. He didn't have a roster in, in uh, New England. So is that maybe why he's probably not retiring like Saban and Carroll? I, would, I mean, I Saban at so. the top of his game, Carroll uh, doing a lot with very little yeah. in Seattle the last few years. 
Whereas it was probably similar to the situation in New England where ownership's like, hey, we're not bringing you back. Do we want to, you know, I mean, obviously he's still with Seattle. He's working in football operations. He's just not the head coach. But maybe ownership comes to him like, hey, let's not. If you want to coach, that's fine. We can part ways. Um, but this is what we're going to do. Do you well, agree? And Pete Carroll doesn't look it. His metabolic age is much different than his actual age. Yeah, he He's was, a much older. He's one of the oldest coaches in the NFL, he, uh, and he sure doesn't look it. Man, I'm blanking on his name, but one of the ex-Seahawks talking about Pete Carroll. Um, saying, man, I, I, I'd stay till 10, 11 o'clock at night and leave, and Pete Carroll's still there. I'd walk in, come to work out at 4 or 5 a.m. Pete Carroll walks in right behind me, all cheery-eyed and bushy-tailed, you know, whatever the phrase is. And, you know, I'm not there yet. Like, I'm just waking up. He's like, hey, how, how are you doing? How are you doing? Like, like, calm down. calm. Like, he's leaving. Like, he I got it's high on he life. He couldn't have, let, uh, you know, been gone more than a few hours, and he's coming in um, before the sun comes up, and he's like, you know, you ever get that word? Like, hey, I'm, I'm all here in body, but I'm not here in mind yet. Yeah. It's like, just, just calm down. But, you know, Pete Carroll, I guess, is okay walking away from coaching. You know, he's not at the end of his legs. You would think like he's had success. Same with Nick Saban. If the Patriots were in the playoffs this year, even if they lose, you know, first round, whatever, they're, you know, I wouldn't say an embarrassment, but they're not one of the bottom teams. Does Bill Belichick walk away at that point? Does he say, I can't end on this note, you know, or or maybe he's like, no, I want to keep coaching. He's uh, I think he's up there in age uh, as well. I mean, and, we don't know, but I can't imagine someone like Bill Belichick caring what people think about being on on top or like he just coaches and he just wants to coach. Yeah. He doesn't put on a persona that he's anything other than that. You see him, his dress on the sidelines. He wears cut off hoodies and just like he doesn't care. He's all about the football and. For a guy like that, I don't think he can just walk away from it. A guy that's dedicated that much of his life, I don't think he can just walk away from it like this. Yeah, definitely uh, much different than situations like with Tom Landry where uh, it would have been interesting because he's when Jerry Jones buys the team, he's like, just give me one more season, I'll retire. Uh, and he does and he fires him. Can you imagine Jim, uh, Tom Landry going to another team? Like just to, to finish that out, he just – ended it um but bill belichick a couple of uh options like what team does he coach you know if he does indeed continue which i, I haven't seen any anything that says he wouldn't be the coach next year you know washington could be a fit i think what he's looking for i mean at his age i i have no idea i haven't heard him say this but he's probably looking for a talented underachieving team like, I don't know that he goes in the situation. Not that he was. I mean, is there a team out there? I mean, the Chargers position. Chargers, I Atlanta. Thought Pete, Pete I think Carroll, Atlanta's there with the quarterback. I thought Pete Carroll could be a good fit. He's a South Cali guy. Uh, you know, started his coaching career at USC. I I think he's a good fit for the LA, the Chargers job. But, again, if he's just going to stay in management with the Seahawks and not get into yeah. coaching next year, I mean, I think Bill Belichick could be a – a good candidate for that chargers team as well. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know what his goals are. I mean, looking, I mean, he's like 73. I mean, the, the Tennessee, for, the Tennessee job's still open, right? That's, being 
you know, me being in my mid thirties, I'm thinking, okay, he's probably wanting to be done soon. Whereas he probably isn't going to go to a team to rebuild them. Like maybe pick somebody who's kind of already there. That's why I think Atlanta, the chargers make sense. Uh, Washington, maybe with the right quarterback. Um, I think they still have, they're still a few years away, but I mean, he might be like, I'm good for three or five more years. Let's just, take another shot at it um what about the these two options it all all depends on what happens in in the playoffs but you look at philadelphia a team that the fans are ready to get rid of nick sirianni and not that it would be right to get rid of him but if they lose to the buccaneers this weekend on sunday does i mean how much – I don't know that the organization says anything. It's like, hey, he started off 10-1. Stuff went south very quickly, but, I mean, he just had you in the Super Bowl last year. Uh, from an organizational standpoint, I don't know that after one year. I, I get it. It's Philadelphia. But how much of – I know we've talked about it on the show before. How much of the fan perception leaks in there were like, I like mean, man, if, we got to let you go because our, our fan base isn't – If any – organization or any town that was an influence it would be philadelphia yeah if if i thought there was a chance that any town you know we think about we're here in dallas and is it doesn't matter what you hear from the the town jerry jones does what the fuck he wants to do yeah he doesn't care what you think what what makes sense he really does he's gonna do what makes sense to him yeah which in his old age not a lot of things making sense for him you know he he makes a lot of bad moves ignores so much he's one of those he listens to sports stations uh one of the local sports stations here he does 100 percent listen to i've heard him call in yeah not unscheduled because he heard them say something he wanted to clarify he does interviews twice a week um he doesn't ignore the fans he talks to them uh, or he he does interviews talks to him he answers questions tells them hey this is our mode of thinking whether Mm -hmm. it's bs or not uh, but yeah, for sure. He does what he wants to do. Um, but back to Philadelphia, if there's a fan base that has some sway on that, I would say it would be Philadelphia of any NFL team. Look at Peterson. I mean, <clears throat> he was, how many ever years he was there, he had one losing season. He was out before and that won season a Super was Bowl. He won a Super Bowl two years later. Is, it's that weird NFC East. Everybody's yeah under 500 and he got fired before the season was over. Won, won a Super Bowl, had winning I, seasons. Honestly, won, like this is a complete season. personal opinion thing. I like Nick Sirianni. I mean, being our biggest rival, you have to hate him. I think he's a great coach. He was great as an offensive coordinator. I think he's a great villain. Like, he, <clears> but he was he was great the wrong way in Indianapolis. Like he tries like, to. He he is the guy. Like he is yeah. a great. He coach. he's for sure. You love him if he's on your side. You hate him. He's he's got one of those punchable faces but and he's, attitudes. He's a gutsy coach. Yeah. I mean, I I think he's the coach that Philadelphia needs and wants. He has the guts to do it. Now, if outside voices get to have an opinion, they were then talking I think, about lo- um, firing him after which game was it? <clears throat> I can't remember which game. But it was pretty early on where you're like, calm down. And now, I think it was before Arizona. And then they lose to the Cardinals, and you're like, okay. I mean, they've won one game in like six weeks. Is that since they played the Cow? They lost to the <clears> Cowboys. <throat> they beat the Giants, and it, I mean, but that was a close they, game. 
the score showed it, but the Giants came back in the end, but it was not a great game by Philadelphia at all. So yeah, they're one in six and they're one in five, one in six, right? Cause they've lost anyways. They've won one game in the last five or six weeks where that one win was the Giants who they also lost to got blown yeah. out. Um, all right. You know, maybe they're hurt. You know, we talked about, you know, with the, with the, what is it called? The, the tush push that lots of people say, no, 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 no. It's not a big deal. And I mean, um, Kelsey said like, dude, it's, it's rough on you. And Kelsey's talking, I mean, I don't know that specifically, but he's talking about retiring here pretty soon. And he's not that old. Um, Jalen hurts. You just seen he's, he seems like he's been hurt. Yeah. And that could be the downfall of the, the Seagulls team this year. I mean, Compared to last year and compared to the first 11 games or whatever it was of the season, the Eagles are having a good season. This isn't a trash season for them. Now, the Cowboys have had an exceptional season. Undefeated at home, where they're like 16, 17 game home win streak or something. Like, It's an outstanding stat for the Cowboys. It makes the Eagles look worse. And maybe that could be the pressure coming is, hey, we can't let Dallas be better than us. But again, look at the stats. There's never been a repeat NFC, NFC East, East champion in how many years? Like since the Eagles won a few straight, two thousand four. Yeah, so twenty years you haven't had. Um. So yeah, if to if look at that, like you can't look NFC at this East. as a failure for yeah. the Eagles. This is all the NFC East is always the most competitive division. I mean, at any point, any team can win. Just like we saw the Giants beating the Eagles last week, any team can win any week. So take take it from the Cowboys standpoint is if you start this if you start the year, tell me Cowboys are going twelve and five, they're going to win the NFC East be the number two seed. You'll take that all day long. Cowboys aren't gonna be like, ah, but we want a couple you know, without looking at the breakdown. But you get blown out by the 49ers, you lose to the Cardinals, you lose back to back Miami and Buffalo, Buffalo games, where you're kinda I mean, Cowboys fans can be it's our year, you know. There, there are fans like that, but most of most Cowboys fans, I think, are kind of on edge right now. <clears throat> Maybe it's PTSD because it's the Packers, but it's not all sunshine and rainbows for the Cowboys either. I mean, they're 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 a tough crowd to sell as well. Nothing compared to Philadelphia. But if you look back, I mean, before the year started, I mean, I think the Eagles were favored to be the number one seed. But you tell them when they finish eleven and six. Eleven and six, you lose the NFC East to the Cowboys. But, but you make now the they're playoffs. like the seven seed, or is that what they are? Uh, the five seed. Five seed. I don't think you're at the beginning of the year. You say, "Hey, this is how it turns out." I think they're like fire. You know, they'd be like fire Sirianni at that point. Um, but I have seen some glass half full Eagles fans where it's like, okay. Worst case scenario, we're playing the Bucks. If we, you know, if things trend, that was before they put on that show in New York. Uh, for for whatever reason, I Jalen hurt. Jalen hurts is hurt. Uh, a lot of injuries on that team. Just little little things here and there. We'll see though. I mean, the Bucks, although they just beat the Panthers, <clears throat> what nine zero. Not not a strong showing, but Baker Mayfield this year is, you know, who knows. And at home, you know, a nice climate game. I mean, I think that evens out the field a little bit better. You're not obviously you don't have to deal with the the Philly fans. So um, I think Philadelphia wins that game, but 
I mean, I could I, see, you know, back to the original point. I don't know that Belichick would want to go there, but I think it's a good situation where if they lose, they move on from Sirianni. Obviously, out of all the teams that don't have a coach, they would be the most talented. I would be blown away if they let him go now, even after a loss. Okay. So, I think so. I would hate to go into a season as the, as a franchise not knowing in your guy, and basically it's a week-to-week situation. Yeah. But I would sure hate to just get rid of him now. I mean, some teams just have off seasons. And, and it might- I mean, there's, there's years that New England wasn't the best. Like, they didn't win every single year. Like, there were years they were know. off. I don't know that as an organization you should say, or you should think if you you're complete you're 100 safe no matter what happens this weekend or you're gone if you lose this weekend it you know it matters if they go out and lose by 20 points i mean maybe you have to do something you know at some point it's not he's the wrong guy it's that maybe he lost the locker room or, or you know whatever the there's an issue if you're losing by that many points like any given sunday sure but Whatever happened in New York, you know, I don't know. I would Maybe want they to go in see thinking this stat, we're probably know, losing anyways. Early in the season, we kept continued to talk about the them going forward on fourth and one so often, fourth and two, with the tush push you brought up earlier. I want to see the stat on does all the times that they've gone for fourth and on fourth, and most of the time they get it. Is that really relating to and turning into wins? Like, does that help you? Does that conversion yeah. rate on fourth down? stat actually matter you know we've looked at a lot of stats like with the most penalized teams the cowboys is the most penalized team of the top teams yeah it's turned into touchdowns at least rushing touchdowns for well maybe they're not necessarily fourth down i'd have to go back and look but jalen hurts you know has an outstanding amount of touch rushing touchdowns this year A lot of them are, you know, one yard touchdown. But you also see that he he has been banged up this year. He hasn't been point most teams you say, yeah, that turned into a touchdown, but if you what do the Cowboys do? What do any other team do? What does any other team do that you're probably scoring a touchdown there anyways? Whether you're handing it off, you know, play action pass, whatever. Unless you give it to your fullback and the ball gets knocked out. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Occasionally, you know, Dak's going to, you know, jump over the line, which seems like a more dangerous play, but, you know, you're getting pushed. You're getting it, it, it may be not like a 10 and dangerous, maybe like a four or five, but you're getting banged up and you do that over and over yeah. and over again. Um, honestly, I, I don't know, but I think that's something of what we're seeing with Jalen Hurts is it's just, he's banged up and he's not going to be, I mean, even if they make a deep playoff run, I don't think it's cause he's scoring a bunch of touchdowns, throwing for a bunch of yards because he's just banged up. I think that's what it is. He's just exhausted. Um, I feel like I've noticed a lot. I have no stats to back this up. I didn't go and look. I feel like they haven't done the tush push a lot, but that could be there's not a a lot of opportunities to do it. You know, I don't know that they've done it, you know, five or six times a game. Maybe it's just a couple of times. Yeah. Um, It seems like they do it a lot, but um, I know watching the Arizona game, you know, I watched the entire second half that game i don't think they did it once in the second half and again is it opportunity is it hey Jalen's banged up and we got to protect him now um i'm not sure but here's another wild card uh no pun intended for wild card weekend here if 
most of the where the bar set for the Cowboys at the beginning of the year is obviously Super Bowl. Obviously, there's that arbitrary NFC Championship game just because we haven't been to a conference championship since 96. So this year seems like one of the best opportunities because, I mean, you have home field advantage up until the NFC Championship game. The path looks pretty easy. I mean, not easy, but looks very winnable. You beat the Packers on Sunday. You're playing probably the Lions, maybe the Eagles, could be the Rams. All of those teams, you beat one of them. And the other ones, or you beat two of them, or actually you beat all three of those teams. You beat the Lions, you beat the Eagles, and you beat the Rams all at home. So it's safe to say it'd be a huge disappointment if they don't make the NFC Championship game. It's even more so this year because of how you've set yourself up uh, to make it there. Forget the 49ers. You know, you don't have to worry about them till the NFC Championship. So if the Cowboys don't make it or, I mean, even worse, lose to the Packers, does Mike McCarthy get fired? And if he does, could you see Bill Belichick with the Cowboys? Jerry likes him some Bill Belichick. Yeah. Um, I don't think McCarthy gets fired, but if he does, I, you know, Vegas would put it out there. But I bet you Bill Belichick is most likely to go to the Cowboys because they, yeah. they're in a window with their roster. Yeah, for sure. They they are in a, say, three to five year window. And Bill I mean, Belichick you can you can five. You said it earlier and you can laugh at the Cowboys fans for saying, oh, this is our year. This is our on paper. Th- this is the best roster in football. Yeah. No doubt about it. Like you can't. I mean, maybe close contender with San Francisco. But, this offense, especially at home, yeah. is the best. It's top five, even on the road. I mean, they, they can compete on the road. It's just something weird about that. Defense has been iffy lately. Um, most, well, I mean, most of the game, uh, up until like maybe the end of the game. Uh, the defense has Dolphins, been that bend but don't Lions, break. Yeah. And it's been, been, been. And then we get a turnover. Been, been, been. We get a turnover, right? That's, that's kind of how you play. So back to your question. If he loses to Green I, Bay, he gets fired, right? I think it hasn't been public, but I would have to think McCarthy's job is on the line because this is it too has. talented of a team. You've lost some silly games. It's it's too talented of a team not to be more competitive, not, not to be more dom. You should the this team should be dominant like San Francisco is, and they have they should been. be that team that everybody's some afraid games. of. There is no team that steps on that field that's afraid of the Cowboys because they know the Cowboys are going to make a dumb decision. And Mike McCarthy has all season with play calls, with clock management, with like he is making what you want decision. about the Detroit game where hey it should have been tripping. Hey, the I mean there was a lot of bad calls in that game. I mean, really, you can't just say well Detroit should they should give Detroit the win. Like McCarthy honestly, got out coached in that game. McCarthy was out coached by Dan Campbell. They should have never gave game. the ball, given the ball back to the Lions. They should have run down the clock. I know you weren't really running the ball. And as far as the controversy go, controversy goes, number seventy was announced. He did to not the report. Yeah. He was announced. So if you the say Lions win, yeah. If you say Lions win, it's just as much screwing the Cowboys because sixty-eight was wide open because, because nobody planned nobody, to cover him. They, nobody was going to cover yeah, him. Yeah, he wasn't reported as the receiver. Yeah, the Lions got screwed because of what happened, but if you give it to the Lions, the Cowboys got screwed just as much. Anyways, um, not that I agree that McCarthy should get before. I mean, 
you know, we're in a day and age where it's, what have you done for me lately? We're, you know, we're not giving out, you know, coaches don't coach for 20 years, but they used to outside of Belichick, who's won multiple Super Bowls outside of Steeler, the Steelers head coaches won multiple Super Bowls. It's hard to, I, I know Jerry tried to make Jason Garrett, his Tom Landry. That's what he wanted. And, um, I, you know, I don't know that it's necessarily the right decision. There's much more that goes into it, but if, if they lose to the Packers, I think McCarthy, uh, McCarthy has to be fired. That's just how things work now. Here's a, if he makes it to the second round, then loses, maybe it depends how they lose. They lose again, you know, you know, botching the final drive. Dak doesn't get the ball snapped, you know, whatever, whatever. Uh, it matters how they lose the game, but I you know I think I think he's gone if he doesn't make the NFC Championship. Just because they have this is the first time they've been in the the number two seed since uh, early two thousand. You know, since before you know twenty sixteen. I think they were the number two seed, maybe number one seed, uh, but they got the bye week. But this this Pat's NFC Championship is. So here's another wild card for that is, do you want, if if, assuming McCarthy would be out, do you want Bill Belichick or do you want Dan Quinn? I mean, I've said it on this show, multiple shows that that's why Dan Quinn stays with the Cowboys. He can say whatever he wants, but I think it's, it's always been win-win for him. You either make deep playoff runs, have success, maybe win a Super Bowl. Um, and then you can you are the number one content, which he probably still is the number one contender for head coach. Uh, you can go pick whatever team you want to go to, or you don't have success. The team gets fired. I mean, the uh, Mike McCarthy gets fired, and you could be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, essentially, he is the assistant coach of the team when yeah when Mike McCarthy was out with, out with his surgery. He ran practices. He ran like well. I mean, when he's out oh, with COVID, they played the did. Saints. He, he but, was on the side but then he was when recently Mike McCarthy had surgery, an emergency surgery. He ran practices. He handled it. He stepped into that role. I can't imagine. And and he's been asked multiple times. You know, why aren't you taking jobs? He says, "I want to see this defense through." Yeah. Why? Why not stay? And I, honestly, the way defenses go, I prefer a defensive-minded head coach. For the fact that there's so much more that goes into offensive coordinating and play calling versus defensive coordinating and play calling on defense during a game that I need my head coach to be able to manage the game, manage the clock, manage our timeouts, manage the situations. I would prefer a offensive coordinator that's just focused on play calling. Now, the the young guys have been successful. The uh, Mike McDaniels, uh, in San Francisco, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on his name. Yeah, um, but San Francisco, L.A. Uh, yeah, LA, all these guys—they've been successful. Rams. I just prefer—I feel like a defensive-minded coach can—it just makes it so much easier. And I know people might comment: Bill Belichick is temporary. Does Dan Quinn stay? You know, if Bill Belichick's a head coach, being a defensive mind, there's no way Dan Quinn stays. I don't uh-huh. think he stays anyways. With you know, saying with that opportunity, if. Mike McCarthy is fired and he's not going to be the head coach. Uh, I think he's gone anyway. Here's a really wild scenario. Assume the Cowboys pull this off and they make it to the Super Bowl and possibly even win the Super Bowl this year. 
does Mike McCarthy retire and go out on top like that and end his career? He's so young. Like I mean, he's not could, young, but, but I mean, could Jerry Jones coerce him to say, "Hey," because do, you're right. I mean, do you keep even if you win the Super Bowl, you get another like Dan Quinn gets that under his belt? Does he say, "Hey, I'm I'm going to go take other opportunities now"? Uh, I don't think so because of you know Jerry Jones has come out and you know multiple interviews and said he likes the storylines. Jason Garrett being his uh, Tom Landry, I think. Uh, I don't, I don't see a reason why he'd want him to leave. Like you, you have still have that window. You could go win another one. You're not losing any big players right now. I mean, Dax, CD Lamb, Micah Parsons, everybody. I mean, for the most part, every key player they plan to have under contract next year. Um, I can see going out that. I mean, but you know, we're talking about Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick and Nick Saban and. The, he, uh, Mike McCarthy, you know, is 10, 15 years younger than them. I mean, not 15, but about 10 years younger than them. He's got a lot of time. And I think Jerry Jones is bold enough where he wants Mike McCarthy to be known as the Dallas Cowboys. And I think that's probably what he'll be remembered for more than the Packers if he I mean, wins a Super Bowl. If he can Bowl. win a Super Bowl, absolutely. He's probably not going to put in the same amount of years. I mean, he'd have to coach for another, you know, while. But I would think Mike uh, Jerry Jones would want Mike McCarthy to retire as the Cowboys head coach, one way or the other. Uh, I mean, obviously, if you ask him, he's like, if he's retiring, that means we've had lots of success, more than likely, because he continues to be the head coach. So what about then if you lose Dan Quinn, and I'm sticking on Cowboys, I just want to throw out some of these scenarios with all these coaching moves. If you lose Dan Quinn, do you look for a defensive coordinator to come in? Or do you promote Al Harris, the defensive backs coach, who we've seen on the sidelines? He's been instrumental for this secondary in, oh. in teaching these guys how to how to read receivers, how to almost almost run the routes for receivers. I mean, he he's so knowledgeable with that. Well, is, couple, it, is it his time to get that opportunity? Of th- I mean, obviously you're saying, do they offer it to him? Because a couple scenarios pending is Mike McCarthy still the head coach. Because if he's not, I would say, no, they're probably no. get, yeah, bringing yeah. their own I'm guys. I'm saying is, and you Dan lose Dan Quinn, Quinn take him with him? Because Dan Quinn's, they've been in their quest, what he's gone to Carolina to interview. Yeah. But I can't imagine he wouldn't Dan go to Quinn Seattle. Dan take Al Harris with him. I don't know. But I get I guess it depends. Does he offer him a defensive coordinator position? Um, if he doesn't, does does the Cowboys offering him a defensive coordinator position make him say, No, I'm gonna stay because it's a better you know, defensive coordinator with the Cowboys is, you know, higher status than probably anywhere that Dan Quinn could be coaching. Maybe the Patriots. I don't think the mm-hmm. Patriots are up there with the Cowboys. Of course, the Patriots have a coach now, and they're building their staff. Yeah, um, but of course, Seattle staffs aren't going to be built till the off season until you see. Yeah, whoever wins the Super Bowl, you know, usually when you win the Super Bowl, just like throughout. I don't Eagles, see. I don't see Dan Quinn your leaving. Coordinators Dallas. are going to go. He's not leaving Dallas unless he's going to a head coaching job. No, for sure, he's he'll a, have plenty of offers. He he might be maybe outside of Bill Belichick, you know, the most sought after coach, uh, and you see it. Anyways, whoever wins the Super Bowl is probably losing your offense coordinator and defensive coordinator um, to head coaching positions. You saw that happen with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, honestly, it's not a big surprise that the Eagles finished. You know, they lost a lot of coaching talent, a lot of player talent. Just how the you you know, back back to the Eagles. It's not a huge surprise to see where the Eagles are at. It's the surprise is they started ten and one and then they just downslided. Again, if you go back to the beginning of the season and say Cowboys edge out the Eagles win the NFC, you should like, oh, that's pretty surprising. But I mean if the, ca- the Eagles, if the Eagles were five hundred on this back stretch, they would have won the division. And yeah. they'd be the number two seed. But but let's say it came down to ba- essentially one game that for Arizona each team. game. That Arizona game is really what I mean, I know that you know, if they'd beat the Giants, the Cowboys would have lost to Washington. But the Arizona game, they don't lose to Arizona. It really took one game for the Eagles, and they're the NFC East champs and the number two seed. That's it, how tight this has been. And that's why it would be surprising for and, me for Sirianni to be gone. I'll end on the talking about the Eagles on this, that it's how they've lost it. Again, I don't think Nick Sirianni's losing his job. I mean, being, you know, Eagles fans come with pitchforks on him. If, you know, they start seven and three, eight and three, and then they end up here. Uh, if they don't lose to Arizona, how they did, if they don't lose to New York, how they did, if they don't lose to San Francisco, how they did. Um, I think it's all front logged. And then what they've done the last six weeks, six or seven weeks. And then obviously the Cowboys jumping, if the Eagles win the NFC East, after all this, come you know, limp into the playoffs. I think it's different. I, th- I, yeah. I, you know, because I think it'd be the same for the Cowboys if they did that. And it's like anybody but Philly. If the Cowboys lose the NFC East, like like Philadelphia did, and then Philadelphia goes and wins, I think it it's a lot of the same. That's just kind of adding, you know, an extra punch to it. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. punch in the face. Um. Go ahead and like and subscribe. I didn't mention it uh, earlier. Um, hit the like button if you like us. If you don't, hit it twice. Go ahead and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Follow if you're listening on a podcast platform, however you're listening. This episode is brought to you by Betalytics. Don't bet with your gut, guys. Use uh, Betalytics algorithms. Let them make the, the picks for you. And uh, right now, use promo code PEAK1 for 25% off when you sign up today. Uh, we've already mentioned some of the NFL playoff matchups, talked about some of the scenarios. Playoffs really start today with a couple of matchups with the Browns and Texans. First ever playoff matchup between these two franchises. <clears throat> Obviously, Texans, one of the newer franchises. Uh, and I don't care what you say. The Browns are a newer franchise as well. You can't, you can't tell me Baltimore is the... the uh, inaugural franchise whatever you call it the new franchise in that that scenario i was there i saw i saw the browns move to baltimore so uh i do it for the browns like the success they haven't been able to have is because they were a brand new franchise yeah uh it's not like they fell off a cliff but anyways you have the browns texans uh flacco you know looking to you know demar hamlin's the only reason he's not winning playoff I mean, playoff comeback player, uh, player of the year, uh, which what he's been able to do uh, with Cleveland um, and going up against a tough Houston team. Yeah. Um, with CJ Stroud, just, you know, balling out. He He's the net. He's probably the next superstar uh, in this league. Yeah. And these teams just played a couple weeks ago. Uh, yeah. I, Without C.J. Stroud. Without C.J. Stroud. Yeah, I think Houston probably has an edge here. Uh, 
I think this is a very well-coached, very talented Houston team. They're young, but I think they're talented. I think more talented than Cleveland. Um, they're going to need more than just a quarterback. Yeah. Um, especially against D'Amico Ryan's defense. You know, no matter this guy, he he's this kind of contradicts what I said earlier. This guy's pretty good. I mean, he can take little and turn it into a lot. Yeah. Not not that this Texas team is not talented. There's just not a lot of big names that you you recognize, not household names yet. Um, but I think he changes that. Um I I, I think the Texans I think they handle yeah. handle Houston. It, it could be an early, you know, showdown, but I think at the end the, the Texans pull away. Houston also with Carolina's pick coming up. What is that? Number two pick? I, yeah, I think so. Let's say Chicago has a number one pick. So Houston just building, you know, potential dynasty there. Obviously, they have names that are going to be big here in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, big rookies on that defensive line. And, ho- I mean, if C.J. Stroud can, you know, do you know be any semblance of what he has been he's going to uh and cj stroud's probably winning the rookie of the year i mean most awards have become quarterback awards even though the rams receiver you say the name off the top of your head to no to no nuka and uh what is it? Oh, puka nakua nakua puka, puka nakua. nakua uh breaking the record for rookie receiving yards uh, for the Rams, who are also in the playoffs, they don't play till tomorrow. Um, and the I guess it's a late night game. It, you know, I don't know why it wouldn't be Dolphins Chiefs. Uh, Kansas City hosting their fourteenth straight home playoff game, extending their own record. It's just sad that we can't watch it. Yeah. Um, that was a, a the storyline was going to be this year that Patrick Mahomes was probably going to play his first road playoff game. Which down the road, what are they? The number two seed. <clears throat> they would they would have to pull, you know. Oh, number three seed. Number three seed. Okay, so that might be uh, next week. So, and Patrick Mahomes' career, he's never played a road playoff game, outside of you know neutral site Super Bowls. Always been the home team, um, and would probably what would either would be in Buffalo. If yeah, that I mean, happens. They always reseed. Each uh, week, so well Buffalo being the two seed, I mean, you got Baltimore, yeah. yeah I mean, Baltimore's going to get the lower seed, so there's going to be a lower seed than three. So they're if they go on the road, it would be at Buffalo. Assuming Buffalo, well, if Buffalo, well, if Buffalo loses, well, if Buffalo loses, then they get a home game. What, uh, if Buffalo loses, and as long as they're not the lower seed, the lowest seed, which they can't be, the, <clears> the only way they can be the lowest seed is if if Buffalo wins or yes. a lower seed. Yeah, so the only matchup somebody, they can have is if they win and Buffalo wins, they would play. So if, if Buffalo loses, Kansas City has another home game. And if Baltimore can get knocked off, maybe, you know, Kansas City. But that's not this week. That would be they get a bye. So. Yeah, yeah, they would, they yeah. would have to get knocked off next week. Um, cold game. Wind chill negative 22 degrees. The coldest NFL game on record is that. I it'll, I saw it'll, this. it'll break uh, the ice bowl. 1967 Cowboys Packers, which would be, this is, I mean, it is builds up to a, a great matchup, what you want to see, but we can't watch it because it's on, it's going to be not going to be nationally televised. You can only watch it on Peacock. 
I can watch it. I have well, you can watch it, but not everyone. You want to log in? So what is what is so what does this do to ratings for playoffs? I mean, playoff games are always nationally televised. You can watch every playoff game. What does this change? The numbers. What is, I don't think the numbers. I mean, obviously, less people will watch, but I don't know that the numbers really change all that much because when they give you the ratings, that's not included streaming. So if you watch like on YouTube TV, my numbers aren't counted with the total numbers. They keep them separate for some reason. Um, maybe that's cable and satellite saying, hey, don't, for whatever reason. I don't know. So they'll come out and say, you know, how many ever million people watch this game. Uh, but in reality, it's probably, you know, half. You know, I think that's where we're all right. We're kind of at the equilibrium between cord cutters and cable satellite i think we're roughly half right now um so when you say when you say uh when a game's on normal television i think it's safe to bet not quite double it but i think i've heard some guys say like good rule of thumb like not quite double it but you know add 60 to 70 percent to get a more accurate rating because they don't combine you know combine the numbers of streaming now this is just streaming um I don't know if it'll be a big storyline because of that, but I, you know, I think if you talk about how many eyeballs watch it, it'll be significantly less. Absolutely. Because, and what does this do now too? Because if you have it nationally televised on CBS, which is probably where it would have been being the AFC, if this is a CBS game, why, or I guess NBC, I mean, it's on Peacock. It could be an, an NBC night game. What, you you would get sharing. They would have profit sharing from YouTube TV, from Direct TV, from yep. all these different Hulu, whatever you're watching live stuff from, right? In this situation, you're only going to be collecting from whoever subscribed from Peacock directly. It. I don't know. Maybe long term, you might get more subscribers, but it's not hard just to do a free trial to watch this game. So do we? Do you want to do that? I'm not going to. No, do no, no, no. Yeah, you're you know going to do that. But I'm saying if you think, oh, people are going to subscribe to watch this. Not really, because you can do a free trial. If that's that's all. You I mean, we've already do. seen the ratings with them going Thursday night football to prime. Those ratings have dropped. So I mean, it's a Thursday night football controversy where we have to make this legitimate. We're going to put our big games, you know, big matchups on this. They haven't always worked out. Definitely not this year or early years in Thursday night football. Uh, that's what they're doing. They don't want to put the lesser game on Peacock because they're they're a business. They're trying to make it work. You know, um, is this a? Te- I think this is a test run to the Super Bowl in the future. Will probably be pay per view. Everything else in history has been. <laughs> uh, boxing used to used to be the number one sport in America. You know, in the forties, fifties, you know, whatever decades. Until it went pay per view, and you could, yeah, and you could watch it for free. You could you could go places, movie theaters, pay whatever to get in. Um, not what you pay now for pay-per-view. Uh, I don't know that UFC technically, I mean, I know they started out the ultimate fighting championship, and but they've kind of always been pay-per-view. But yeah, you know, the big boxing matches would be just like the Super will be on ABC, NBC, you know, whatever. Um, I agree. I, I think that's what we're going to, to one way. And maybe not straight up pay-per-view as you think of it, but that's basically what this game is, pay-per-view. Yeah, because you have to pay. I mean, yeah, there's no, ways around it. Bar- sharing passwords. Well, it's the same thing uh, with, with free trials. Same thing with pay per view. I mean, you could you could share. I mean, I watch a lot of the 
pay-per-view matches and or you have a party and you know 20 people come over and you have enough of those that hurts ratings as well yeah I mean, you kind of already have that with Super Bowls anyway. I mean, but... it, you only do this because you're looking for additional subscribers. Maybe this is a test run to see how many people will actually go subscribe and stick with Peacock. How many people will actually go try to watch this? Is, is this a thing that people would do? Uh, I mean, if the Cowboys were playing on something like this and I didn't have it, I would be pretty upset. So the thing with, you know, Super Bowl being... I mean, look at you, this. It's... You Do you have Apple TV? Not currently. If Cowboys game was going to be only there, the oh, Cow, would you go sign up? Yeah, I'd, I'd re-up without a without a free trial. You yeah, have to pay for my it. Subscription. If it's um, on any other thing, there's you only don't two have. shows that I watch on Apple TV, and they're not current right now. They're coming out, so I turn it off, and I'll turn it back on when those shows but come on. Is but, that something that we're willing to do? I mean, if the only way you can watch a whole Cowboys season is you got to go pay forty dollars a month, I got to, rid of Dish Network when I couldn't watch a Cowboys game because they had an issue with CBS years ago. Uh, no shot on Dish Network, but they resolved it the next week, and it was all fine. I don't know if it's me being petty. No, I said screw this. Okay. I got rid, and I got PlayStation View, which if it ended, and I went to YouTube TV. Dish Network not having the Cowboys game caused me to cut the cord, which I was thinking so, about anyways. Look at this scenario then with that, and I don't want to get too far off, but man, while we're talking, what if the NFL schedule only goes streaming? That's all they do, but every. Cowboys game every week. I'm just using this example because these are the games you would care on a different one. So you have to own, you have to have a subscription to every single streaming platform there is just to be able to watch an entire Cowboys season. What problems does that cause? Because originally everyone cut the cord because you could save money. Now I'm probably paying three times what I was paying for satellite. And some genius is going to combine them all into one package and recreate cable again. Yeah. Um, See, I, I in that scenario, I don't know. But going back to the Super Bowl, like it, it, it may be the same. I'm going back to Super Bowl to answer the question. It may be I don't know that you make enough money. Ratings are going to drop. It's like you made Super Bowl pay per view, they'd make more money than they ever have. Ratings might more go up. more so than the money they make on Super Bowl ads because I don't think you sell the Super Bowl ads at the rate you do. But if you if you can't guarantee no, the eyeballs, but okay, let's see how many people watch the Super Bowl. Let's say 150 million. Let's say it cuts in half. I don't think it's that drastic. But let's say it cuts in half. Seventy-five million. Seventy-five million people pay fifteen dollars. It, it would probably. I would think it'd be more than that. If it's on a streaming service, I'd say. But if it's pay-per-view, straight up, ten, fifteen dollars. It might start off like five dollars just to get you to do it. You're like, I can pay five dollars, and then you're like, well, I can pay five dollars. It's just five dollars more, and then they keep going. Well, I've already paid this. I'll just pay. You know. 75 million times, you know, whatever it would cost. Instead of having 150 free viewers, you're having that pain. You're still going to sell a crap ton because I think it's a sign of status for companies and ad agencies to have Super Bowl ads. Because they want to have the funny one. There's awards given out for the funniest Super Bowl Yeah, ad. but think about this now. People, I still think people, liter- people literally pay extra to not have any ads, to have zero ads. You pay more for Hulu. You pay more at Disney. You pay That's all where these- you get Super Bowl pay-per-view plus. <laughs> You're going to pay an extra I, $5. I don't to- think you can sell people. Uh, like I don't think the value is there in Super Bowl ads if you're charging. If, I don't if think it there's costs ever additional. value straight up selling. There's, there's no way Doritos makes how much. What was it like $6 million for a 30-second ad? 
Now you're obviously not buying one ad, you're buying packages and you're probably spending $20 million on a package or something. I have no idea. But that's throughout a season, throughout a a, a year or a quarter or whatever the terms are. <clears throat> how much of that goes towards how much you're paying for the Super Bowl? I know you don't just straight up pay for the Super Bowl. You get deals because you're just like buying season tickets or something and buying playoff tickets. There's no way Doritos makes dollar for dollar their money back for their Super Bowl ads. There's no way. Now, well, I mean, they're a billion dollar company, right? So, I mean, well, no, 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 the, no. Well, let me rephrase that straight up. There's no, no way people see a, a Doritos ad. I'm going to go buy Doritos because I saw the Super Bowl. Now, if they make the funniest Super Bowl ad, was it a time? Was it the time machine years ago? I'm, we're still talking about that. How many people go look at that on YouTube next day? Because it's the funny, it's a Super yeah. Bowl commercial. I think you also if have you, to look at cor these corporate companies. I mean, with Budweiser and these. They have to shelter money. They have to spend. So that's, it's not dollar for dollar of, oh, this is a valuable item for us. We've got to spend a certain amount of, amount of money just to tax sheltering purposes for, just because we make so much, we have to yeah. spend it. So that's their, but my point is, is I just don't think you sell for 30 seconds is worth $6 million. I don't think they can. I don't think they would sell it because now Doritos, Budweiser, they have a, a legitimate fight of, well, look how much you're making off of the, the streaming part of this. Yeah. I'm not going to have as many eyeballs. I'm not going to pay that. Whether it's worth it, ever worth it or not, they're going to say, well, I'll pay half that because they're going to have half the viewership. I mean, if you... You know what I mean? Like, so I think this is a ticking time bomb, just like how cable was, how all these other things, like, I think it's a ticking time bomb and for the greedy. So the next thing, it's going to be but just the next thing. This is something that we wished for. Oh, we want everything streaming. Cut the cable, do this. Well, this is what how it backfired on us now is now you're going to have to own all of these these yeah. items so that you can watch what you want to watch. I mean, already now I have way too many subscriptions. Like I said, three times what I was paying for cable just so that I can watch this show on here and this show here yeah. and my kids can watch this here I and I can have, you know what I mean? Like with YouTube TV and we have most of them, we've had all of them at some point. I think we, you know, whatever's active, we have most of them. Add it all together, it's it's significantly less than we paid for Dish Network at the time. But I'm it's just, just it's the same thing with satellite, though. I mean, it I mean, essentially, YouTube TV is the same cost as what satellite was about eighty bucks a month. I was paying more, eighty dollars a month. Well, before. when you like when you start off, if you get like the base package, you can get it for like thirty bucks a month. But I think eventually, when you sign contracts, you're you're paying. 150 160 at some point if yeah, you switch, i never paid that for cat for I, I never had to we'd always switch before that happened like many many times we went from direct tv i mean i'm spending nearly 300 dollars a month i mean i have almost all of them i mean not the little like peacock and not yeah the whatever the other the magnolia network or like i don't have or paramount i don't have those little individual ones but most of the major ones i have because there's things we want to watch i mean the netflix is 25 dollars a month the netflix we have the hulu espn so i mean we I mean, spend like youtube tv's nearly 100 bucks a month after taxes and all the things and the add-ons and uh apple tv that was costing us about close to 40 a month yeah uh what else you got hulu espn disney it, it depends how you play if you just stick with dish network you're gonna pay 150 bucks a month i just we, i think we the, got the, the point is is going up is this costing us so much and we're getting less content actually Something. of the relevant content how is this going to backfire i mean i it, think this is a precursor 
to what not just a Super Bowl, we may be lo- looking having this issue with all football games. I, I mean, look at a team. Somebody if their team plays on Thursday night football, oh, we we pay for Amazon Prime too. If they don't have Amazon Prime, they don't get to watch their games, right? What? I think it's this exact same argument we used to have with satellite. Like something's got to give. This is stupid. We're not even getting. I'd rather just pay for a certain amount of channels. And streaming came out, and but now you pay a significantly higher amount, twenty dollars a month, to get one channel, to get one show, to get yeah. one. You know what I mean? Um, altogether, I still th- like for the if I w- if we went to Dish Network and got the same content, it'd be one hundred fifty bucks a month. We're saving twenty thirty bucks. We're paying a little over a hundred with YouTube TV and every streaming app. I think something else will come I out. I think you need to redo your math because. YouTube TV alone is almost a hundred. We pay sixty nine dollars a month for YouTube TV. Man, what plans you get? Because mine's like eighty nine plus taxes or something. Just that plus. Yeah, but you have ESPN. You have Disney. You have Hulu. Well, you don't pick different packages on YouTube. You can add. Stuff no, I'm saying them. you have those apps as well. You have ESPN uh, plus. That's nineteen ninety nine a month. Disney. Okay, so you're almost a hundred dollars right there. Just those two, and then six ninety nine a month for Peacock. Or Paramount, whichever one we're paying for, six ninety nine a month, and then Netflix. That's just close to twenty five. Yeah, that, that's what we have. And I guess you could figure in. I mean, you think it's free, but your max with AT and T, you're essentially paying for that as well through your phone bill. But I'm paying my phone bill regardless. If I canceled it, it wouldn't make my phone bill cheaper. No, I know, but you're you are it's paying, still paying. You're paying, paying for every. We're paying for every I, I just channel I we're not watching. We're definitely not, I, I just the math doesn't add up. I mean, I've run the numbers of the research shows. People yeah. are paying a significant amount more. I mean, I'm guaranteeing you, I'm almost at three hundred dollars a month in to get and, and that's just to get comparable stuff now because everything's yeah. broken up. YouTube only has certain things and ESPN only has certain like you only watch certain things, so I feel like I'm getting less even with all these streaming apps than I was yeah. getting with a satellite like with a one bundle plan. Yeah. Because well, we like, left before, you're like, oh, I can pay $20 for this, and I can pay 30 for this. And like, and it's like, well, yeah, now that's just crept up. Every year it goes up. See, what we, we would do with like Dish Network, we'd have a pretty high package because that, that's what you get started with. And then they always get you with the contract or whatever, but you just cancel the contract. Say we're moving over, you know, uh, that's and just say we're not paying a contract fee, whatever. Don't let anybody tell you. Very few contracts today you can't get out of. Gym contracts you can get out of. They say, well, you're going to pay. I'm like, no, we're doing. Just tell them you're not going to pay it. And normally it normally well, I guess the out. point to all this is this can't be good for, for sports, for sports watchers. Not for sports watchers, but for uh, people at the top making the money. Yeah. But we're talking for the common guy. We're not making that money. No. So why are we for that? We're not for that. So I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm for that at all, but I'm saying. The people making money, I think they're going to make more money. They have to be making more money or they wouldn't be considering. Well, you say that, but Dish Network didn't. DirecTV didn't. They tried to go to the streaming app, the the apps. Their no. shit's falling. Like, DirecTV and Dish Network have never been hugely profitable. The NFL is going to make tons of money. The NFL will. Yeah. No, that, that, that's, the streaming apps that's is what they're going to drive. That's who's making the decision to stream. The NFL is pulling all the purse strings. They're making money like you don't make money from attendance now. You make money from the TV contracts. Well, Who's paying more? Advertising. Advertising because of the TV contracts. TV contracts are saying I can make this much money with by streaming 
CBS, or, you know, having game NFL games on this, it just keeps going up because more people are watching and you can spend more money. It's just a revolving cycle. NFL wouldn't be considering even talking about this if it wasn't going to make them money because there's business people that are smarter than us about making money. Now, they're going to say, yeah, we're going to lose ratings. I'm saying it's a good business decision. It's not a good decision on viewership. I don't know if it is. I think if you get away, I mean, networks are hurting anyways. I think if you get away from network, sports on network television, I think that it could have hurt. I think eventually people are going to meet, like now, yes, people are just going to do it and do it and do it. I think you're going to meet their max and eventually people are going to just say, I can't do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to move away from sports. I'm going to move like it's going to change the landscape of the way sports are. And I think how viewership is. I think what happens is the big one, big guys will stay and maybe some of the smaller streaming services will go away or you won't have discovery plus and things like that. You're going to, you know, because it's all the major networks have their, you know, Fox has their streaming service. Peacock, well, but it's free. Is NBC. Well, no, I'm saying boxes, but. they know that they have a streaming service and that's where it goes. And now they're competing, not only to have it on their channel, not to have the Super Bowl on our channel every time, but now it's going to be on a streaming service where is Paramount CBS's. I don't know. I think CBS I mean, owns Paramount. There's so many backdoor. There's probably only like four actual companies and they own. And yeah, like I think NBC directly. Yeah, you can say it's Peacock. But I think that's what it is, is the Super Bowl is going to bid out who's going to have them. And, and maybe it's it's just like we did with Satellite is once our bill starts to go up, no, we're just going to cancel. We'll move. How many times we went from DirecTV to Dish, back to DirecTV, back to Dish before all this? That's what you get. Cowboys are going to be on. Now, if the Cowboys every week are on a different that's streaming. That's what I'm saying. And that's where it would have go to, to. You can't just cancel because you're paying for the month anyways. But if the Super Bowl is on Peacock this year, you get Peacock. You know, you you can get a free. Uh, even if I've had Peacock, I can get a free trial. Just use a different email address or whatever. But but how hard. Not that now I, you're, no, not, not that, I'm not going to do But well, you're making that very that, tough yeah. now for somebody to want to watch a game. I'm not going to go through all of that. Even us needing to cover it. Like I'm just, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to jump through the hoops for the NFL and for Peacock and for all of these billionaires just so I can tune into this. It's just like, like, I think it's ridiculous that they're doing that as I've seen and boxing. I've never paid. Well, I paid for, one but also was, look at the popularity of those isn't what they were no. previously well, i mean what i'm saying ufc is, has been we can watch popular. the super bowl for free if we want to watch ufc is popular but it's not at the level of the nfl yeah well but i can go somebody i know is gonna pay to watch the super bowl and they're gonna have a party because they're gonna make it worth it okay i'm gonna pay you know maybe ten dollars at start but maybe a hundred dollars at some point I'm going to have people over going to make it worth it, you know? So then how can the NFL justify they're going to make money if that actually happens? That's what I'm saying. If I think if, your if ratings, you cut, if you cut it in half, I, th- I think that's, $10? that could be very possible. I mean, I watch fights on TikTok. Guys get on there and they just live stream the fight on their phone. So everybody can watch it. You just it. need half of the people to pay for it. This is, this isn't me coming up with this. This is what people Economists, whatever, say the NFL expects to lose half of their rating. Like, you're probably still going to have 150 million people watch one way or the other. That's probably how they're going to justify, like, hey, people are having Super Bowl parties. People are watching at Buffalo Wild Wings. People are watching. You still have, 
according to you know talking to advertisers that many people are going to watch they're already on an app so what is like putting it to a one specific app because if you keep it on network tv youtube tv hulu live whatever other ones there are out there the fubos the like you're paying for these channels anyways yeah so you're getting that so why people are going to pay for this to watch your regular season but then you want them to go pay for another app which peacock dude that's like to me, that has to be one of the more un- unpopular yeah. apps for some for the mass majority to have. Wouldn't you think? Like, yeah, that's an odd one. That'd be like Paramount. Like, how many people actually have Paramount? You know what I mean? Like, no, we we get it. Watch a season of something and then cancel it. Right. We'll so play for like a month. I mean, I guess that's what they're banking on. I just think it's a really bad move and a really bad decision overall for sports yeah. and. The viewership. I mean, that's something that people look forward to is they get to watch all the playoff games leading I, up to the Super Bowl. You know, I think they have it, you know, in their mind when you make a bold move, it's either going to fail or it's going to succeed. I mean, but from their point of view, I don't know that you say, hey, we're going to make a ton of money for a year. Like go to streaming services, how ridiculous they're getting. And probably not all of them are making money because they're paying lots of money. Just like look how ESPN is bleeding right now. Mm-hmm. Because they're paying so much money for that, you know, somebody's making money at the top at some level. Um, but would you say that streaming has made has been a success financially for them? Even if it goes to people stop, well, people have a revolt. I think it is because you <clears> say, <throat> "Hey, we're gonna make a ton of money for five, ten, how many every years," and then. They they have to well, have that in their mind. They can't they can't be blind to it. Where people are going to revolt, people are going to whatever, and we're going to. I don't. But I don't then the next these, thing's going to come. Out. I don't think all of these streaming services really are making that much. No streaming. Somebody's making at some level, and they have. To I don't know. know. I mean, I think they're all really struggling. I think the the landscape's so broad now that not everybody. I know a lot of people that have canceled Netflix now because it's gotten the price has gotten so high. But like, like, but listen to this, the. They're, they're doing it, but you continue like before they would hold into a price for a while. Yeah. Now they can hardly get to a year point yeah. and they're going up on the price up not, on the price because they're not making the profits not, they not need the, to make. Not the streaming services, the content on there. But that's what I'm production saying. Production companies. That's what I'm talking the NFL, about. Whatever. That's what I'm talking about because Apple TV produces their own. Netflix produces their own. But, that's where they're losing the money. So the they're NFL, having to try to make it back in there. We'll use NFL as an example, how they're making a ton of money that we're saying just keep it the same why are you trying to do this and this and it's going to hurt and they have to be looking at that they have economists and you know business executives well i mean (laughs) we were just talking about jerry jones you think oh just because he's at the nfl he's making great decisions i mean not everyone at these high levels make great decisions exactly i mean there's a reason fox is struggling how long have you said jerry jones is going to keep doing this and he's going to eventually he's going to hit his pocketbook and he's going to have to actually do something the Cowboys just have to be relevant. They don't have to win a Super Bowl. He's making money. Now, the NFL, up, 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 decent, like I'm, if you can see on YouTube, up, you can keep it the same or you can pay-per-view, whatever your decision is, go up and then level out. Go up, level up. I think that's kind of their thinking where they're making tons of money, but they're always looking for the next best, you know, next best thing. That's how business exact. And, and maybe it's going to fail. I think the issue is, is, is but I we, think they're always trying to get that jump. This was a late announcement. We'll what game next week is on a different streaming service. 
I mean, what if one's on, you can only get it on Fubo or what, like, and you have to go out and spend $12 for this month just to watch a game. So to answer your overall question, like, where is it going? I think that's what they're going to, I don't think they know, like maybe they know this week, like, Hey, another one's going to be, I think they'll look at it and whether we hate it or not, if it's a success to them next year, they're going to add another one. And next year, I mean, who says they don't add one every week through the playoffs. Isn't this if, if it's a success to them, well, I think they have to, I mean, if it fails in there and to them, like I know I was saying ratings are, scattered around and they don't combine them all they know though they know how many people stream the game they know how many people watched on i mean let's look at the TV. botch that they did with that fought was it fox that did the toy story thing or it was espn i guess ESPN. that they did with the toy story that was completely botched that was so like i think they're trying too hard which shows that there may be some struggle there and maybe that was partly espn but that's an nfl production that's nfl game there, there has to be some struggle, or why are they not? Why are they making changes? Notice that they ha- that they were thinking about doing that for the Super Bowl, and they're not. I know it's on Nickelodeon; they're gonna have a SpongeBob themed, but they they were thinking about doing something similar for the like, Super Bowl. I think that, that they talked about that before the season. That the started. NFL is still struggling. I mean, they struggled some. There was some viewership loss with the all the Colin Kaepernick stuff, and when all that was going on, and all the kneeling, and there was a a dip. And they've been reeling from that since. I don't know that they fully recovered from that. No. You know, you're saying, oh, they're going up, up, up. I don't know that that's exactly how they see it. No, I mean, they, yes, exactly. they're a billion dollar company. Exactly. But no. how much does it cost to operate a billion dollar company with thousands of employees with like, it costs a lot of money to put on an NFL game. I mean, you it have does. tons of employees, mm-hmm. you know, you have, it's expensive. So I don't like I don't know all the numbers. I haven't looked at it. I just, from the surface, seeing what they're trying to do, it's a, everything they're doing is a stretch. I think the NFL is still struggling for a billion-dollar company. I think when you see new things going on, at, it seems like an exponential level. TV things, trying you know, trying new things. I think it's probably experiment more than anything. If it fails, if it doesn't meet their expectations, I think they back up and go back to the drawing board. They're willing to, and it makes, I sound like I'm defending it or saying it's the right thing. I'm just, you know, being the devil's advocate from their point of view. I, I agree. It's, it's getting expensive where every streaming service was five ninety nine, maybe 10 bucks. Netflix used to be nine ninety, probably seven ninety nine, six ninety nine at one time. Yeah. It, it's going to go up because they're adding more content you want to see. And it's costing them more money. But they're also taking off a lot of content. And yeah, so and, and, and I joked, I joked around about some some genius is going to combine them all and resell it to us as cable. You're already seeing it with with the same companies as Disney, mm-hmm. ESPN, Hulu for twenty bucks a month instead of paying what Hulu's probably twenty bucks a month on its own. Yeah, I don't Disney really Plus know. I think is twelve dollars, and ESPN ESPN's pretty cheap, but there's Six there's not shit bucks. on there. Yeah. I mean. You know, I, I watch mean, lacrosse because I cover a lacrosse team on there. Well, but it's nice to have for the other games that you can But that's why you do the bundle. Like, I can't like justify paying for ESPN. But if I'm going to watch Disney Plus and Hulu, it, already, it makes sense just to bundle it anyways because yeah. it's cheaper than having each individual or each Hulu and Disney Plus. But, no, I agree. I think there is going to be a point where whether they combine them. and But 
it's just like I said with the pay-per-view. If they said, if they came out this, this year and said Super Bowl is $5 pay-per-view, a ton of people are going to be like, it's $5. It's a Super Bowl. Yeah, but I think you're going to have a big year, revolt too. I think you think like too. you and I, yes. People that don't care about the Super Bowl that would tune in for the commercials are going to say, nah, I don't, I'm not paying to go watch commercials. You know, like... <laughs> The you know what I'm saying? I think you're going to have a lot less people that were would be willing to pay even just as little as $5 because people are understanding now. There's already a big revolt of, you know, we're paying. There's this big group that's pushing for, you know, look at all the money you're spending in streaming services. Like people are starting to realize now, man, you got us. You, but, We said we wanted to pay for what we wanted, but, and now we're doing that, but you're yeah, overcharging but us. But $5, yeah, you're not going to have the, the ratings but you'll have the same viewership because you'll have people that say, I'm not, I can go next door. I'm, you're going to go to a party. Anyways, most people, they have the opportunity to go see it for free, but they're not going to just same with color. So Catholic then how do they make money? If they I'm don't not. have the streaming, if that's the only way you're, if they said $5 tomorrow, it's on Super Bowl's on Peacock. I still think 300 million people or how many ever million people are going to see it. You think that NFL might think that, but you don't know. You, you don't. have no way to, to track that. You don't, but there will be enough people. There will be enough uh, business. I mean, but how? But you there. Everything comes down to a dollar. Yeah. So if you're supposed to say a hundred million dollars on the Super Bowl, you would make. Well, what if you only sold thirty million in the five dollar pay per views? You. I mean, that's thirty million extra because you're not making advertising cheaper. I don't think. I think it is. I. I think there's a justification that corporations can because fight them to say, "This is." They could, but if you go buy advertising, especially on a network, if they look at it and say, "I wouldn't." I mean, in a situation if I know I'm going to possibly lose eyes on this, because yeah. I think you are. I think there's an opportunity you lose casual people that would come in that don't like that aren't going to parties. I mean, you're thinking that everybody's going to a party. Do, 50 people in your neighborhood might watch the Super Bowl. But if, you know what I mean? But if you look at if you go to buy advertising anyways, you have two numbers. You have this is how many people. Sh these are the ratings, but these are how many view estimated viewers. And that's but I think both of those are down. I, I agree. But you already have your everyday, like whatever's on ESPN or whatever right now. They are paying for advertising and they're getting an estimated number. And that's what they're paying off of. And they're justifying this by saying, this is the science. They're just throwing numbers out there. 30 million people saw your ad because our ratings show that there were 20 million people viewed in. That were the, that were the ratings. And for SportsCenter at 8 a.m., we can't make that jump. But for, for a UFC fight, yeah, only this many people paid for it, but how many parties? Uh, how many people go? You go to Buffalo Wild Wings for the Super Bowl, a Cowboys game, a UFC fight. There's a there's not a seat available. But we're the thing about it is, when you do pay per views like that, your your ad space is less. They're not going. Yeah, they're sure. not leaving for to go to an ad because you're paying for that. That's the reason it's a pay per view. Yeah, is because you're not getting all the advertising sales. You're not watching commercials. They're staying live at it the whole time. Yeah. So. To charge somebody pay-per-view, but then you're not going to give them all the live content. You know what I mean? Like, I'm paying extra so I can sit and watch ads, which in a Super Bowl situation, maybe some people want to do. I, let's take the Super Bowl out of it. An week one game, you're going to pay $5 to watch it. Then week two, you're going to pay another $5 to watch it. Then week three, you're going to pay another $5 to watch it. 
So over 18 weeks, you're going to pay $5 every week to watch the game you want to watch. Depending on what. Because that's where this is. This is where this is heading. I mean, this is essentially where it's going. It's straight up pay-per-view. Of- because get, look at this. Peacock might be testing this now with the NFL. If they add more content, your price is going up. Yeah. It's not just the six or eight, ten dollars you're paying. Yeah. It's gonna be a thirty dollar because now you're getting live TV. So now you're gonna pay thirty dollars a month for Peacock. Just yeah. like with Hulu, if you want live, you're paying extra. If you want, you know what I mean? So that's where we have to look at this in the ahead. Is is this gonna hurt sports? Because one network, one streaming app is not gonna get all of the content you're gonna have to have multiple but now if they're providing more content and they're providing it live well you got to pay for that now you got to think too that how exclusive is it going to be because thursday night football is exclusive on prime for out of market games like the cowboys play on you don't have to watch it on prime you can watch it on i don't know what channel it's one of the local channels cbs whatever Thursday night foot maybe it's NFL. Network. I have no idea. And then there's another argument NFL Network. I don't know. I know it's on YouTube TV, but I don't know it. What level of packaging is on DirecTV or Sling or anything like that? So at what point does it truly become exclusive? Well, because there's no there. There hadn't been a Cowboy game. Assuming you're you're local to your team. Yeah, exactly. But that that's the same argument of I've never paid for NBA pass or what you know those because they black out local game and might you know but then uh, what do you can you watch maverick games i play well, on I, the regular if, yeah if you if you pay for bally's uh right currently right now but if i it would be slightly cheaper to do with nba league pass but i can't watch mavericks games on there because it, it's truly for out of market fans mm-hmm. but there's I, I don't know how it is other places. I know there's never been a Cowboy game. So is that game. the case? In there's this? never been a Cowboy game exclusively on but is an that app this, because the case for this playoff local. game. I don't know. I, I have no idea. I would assume, but playoff games are different. Just like when the Mavericks and Rangers and stars, which is different when you have multiple games, you don't have national Cowboys don't have their home. They have radio, but they don't have a home TV. Like all these other teams do. But when the playoffs start, you don't have those home broadcasts. They're all national broadcasts. Mm-hmm. As opposed to if the Rangers play on ESPN, there's going to be two broadcasts. So I know that um, I don't. So for that reason, there might not be a broadcast. I don't know if that's the same for the playoffs because there's not a team. There's not a, a TV broadcast for the Cowboys that I've been able to say, does it still happen for the playoffs? So we'll find out if the Cowboys are in a streaming app. So the Cowboys have never not been on. I mean, the Cowboys played on Thursday Night Football when it was on NFL Network, or they moved Monday Night Football to ESPN. They always have Monday Night Football ESPN is always on ABC for your local team. And most of the time it's on ABC anyways. Mm-hmm. They'll have multi-double. And I think that's what you're saying. It wasn't always like that. They realized, hey, put it on local and ESPN. You're double dipping. You're getting You're getting extra viewers who don't have that. So... Maybe you get to that not. Maybe before there's a revolt, they see that hey, we can keep, 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 and like okay, hold on, well now we got to bring it back, give them something for it. Hey, we're gonna do something for you. Obviously, sounding sarcastic, I'm not saying hey, we're great guys. We're gonna do. They're gonna say oh, now that you're paying thirty dollars a month for Peacock, 
you can watch it on NBC too if you don't have Peacock. See how great we are? I think that's something it turns into because now you can watch four different versions of Monday Night Football on Peyton, Eli, ESPN's version, AB, which is the same broadcast, but different channels. Yeah. Um, same with Prime. You can watch different versions, stream versions. And unfortunately, I think that's where they're defaulted on right now is thinking, hey, it's worth it. We're giving you four different. Whereas I don't care about that. I can only watch one at a time. I don't give a damn about, you know, I love Dude Perfect. I don't care about their version of Thursday Night Football. Yeah. I'm going to watch. Which is why I feel like, version. you know, it's trended this way for a couple of years with Thursday Night Football and some of the things that NFL's tried. I, I think it's it's kind of a, a cry for help. Yeah. I read that as a true cry for help that well, in our things aren't as good. Minds, you know, you're going to try random things all the time. You can yes. never, you can never stay. Put. But for a reason, I mean, there's always a reason behind it is, Hey, this is looking, we need to make a change here. We need like, you don't always the just point, change. If you're doing great. You'd be like, well, we have to keep looking forward too because at this rate though. Yeah. We're seeing it at an exponential yeah. rate with the NFL and everything they're trying, even for sometimes like the toy story thing. Just for one week, they'll try it. Working on getting kids. And uh, the other breast cancer awareness stuff. You've seen that go way down. I mean, we talked about the jerseys, you know, previ- in previous weeks, like, like about jersey sales. The like, NFL's way down on those jersey like, sales worldwide. Ten years ago, what they did with breast cancer awareness is, yeah, they donate a lot of money. But you know they were doing that for female viewership. Now, whether it increased it or not, they don't do that to an extent. And, like, they still have breast cancer awareness stuff. But you don't – do they even wear pink in October anymore? No, because it's like the all-awareness. Yeah, now all. it's all-awareness. Uh, they're trying to go, you know, after getting kids' as a viewership, which, you know, I think is smart. I think they're going a little overboard with it. I was fine with them doing the Nickelodeon broadcast, which they're going to do with the Super Bowl, where you would have – you have different broadcasters. You have different things going on to make the kid, you know, keep the kids interested and – they like dumb down football to an extent. You could just go watch that to learn a little bit about football. If the kids don't know about football, uh, but that's not, cha- they're not saying, Hey, Super Bowl's on Nickelodeon this year. That's it. And we'll see. I don't know, but they're, they're trying all these things to, to add viewerships and they should always, I think it's a, it's a crazy market. <laughs> I think, you know, just like, to compare it to the dating world where there's all the different apps, you know, I would be terrified to try to date in today's where it's not like, yeah, you're talking to somebody on an app, but how many are they talking to? How many apps are they on? It's the same thing with Peacock and Paramount. It's they're paying for their app. How do we get them over to our app to pay? And it's just, it's the free market. And that's unfortunately what happens when you're like, we're adding content because now we're going to pull them over. We have the NFL. Speaking of free. Oh, shit. It takes, it takes a ton of money. Speaking of free, we're giving everybody a lot of extra free content. So let's keep on with the uh, – we got on a little tangent about that, which we're going to continue to talk about. We'll get some more data. But let's keep on with the playoff picture we've got here. Uh, I mean, we just talked Kansas City, Miami. I think Kansas City wins this in Kansas City. Cold weather. I Cold mean, weather. You're looking, I don't – you know. It, it's gonna, it's not going to be the game you expect uh, that these teams are – High flying offenses, cold, I think cold, it's gonna slow down. But. Cold weather games always seem to slow down fast, high paced offenses. Yeah, and I think that's what's gonna hurt Miami in this one. Kansas uh, City doing it, but not near I as think, much. You know, I think Miami 
very close to being a more talented team. Very, especially if they have their speed, they're a much faster team. Yeah. But I think Kansas City in Kansas City with these weather conditions, uh, I like Pat Mahomes and the, and the Chiefs there. Uh, to wrap up the AFC side, uh, Buffalo and Pittsburgh. Both both uh, cold weather teams, but same deal. Uh, it's a surprise that Pittsburgh made it. Yeah. I think Buffalo's too talented. A team. I don't see a situation. It's going to be, but not. but who knows? It's going to be one of those games. There's supposed to be a ton of I think, snow. I think it will be a closer game than you realize. But I think at the end, um, I think at the end they're. they're I think Buffalo's cold weather games benefit teams with running quarterbacks. Yeah, because if your quarterback can't run and can only pass, and you don't have a strong running back, which Buffalo has that too. We all Dallas fans have seen that. That it's eight. The cold weather. Kind of takes them out of the game. It's hard. It's hard to throw the ball, move the ball through the air, in cold weather games. And and Josh Allen may be one of the best running quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, in this situation. Yeah. Moving over Buffalo to the too. NFC side, we talked about them a little bit earlier, but Tampa, Philly at Tampa. I, I th- I, you know, it's, I think this is actually a this is more of like a fifty fifty matchup here to me. I think it's a popular I could see it go either to, way. To jump on the Eagles and say, hey, they're done. It's never a good thing to back into the playoffs. I like think the they're Eagles too talented been. not to, though. I, yeah, I think the Eagles in Tampa, take this. good weather. I think the Eagles, I think it's a close game, and then maybe yeah. the Eagles pull away. I think the, the Eagles edge this one out too. Uh, Detroit and I wanted LA. to talk about that Matt Stafford return. Man, as much as Detroit loves Matt Stafford, as much as they wanted to jump on the Super Bowl Super Bowl bandwagon and say, "Hey, we feel like we won the Super yeah. Bowl." The legend that he is in Detroit, I think he comes to Detroit for the first time, where Detroit has the, the home game for the first time, the home playoff game, in 30 years, and they're going to be upset by the Rams, by Matthew Stafford. Your I see it the other way. I don't think the Rams are talented enough. I don't think Matt Stafford's playing at a high level like Jared Goff. Jared Goff's playing better than I've ever seen him play. Even back, I saw him in person in college play yeah. some. I, I don't think he's playing any better ball. Like, he's playing better ball now than he ever has. Uh, I mean, we, we saw them. This is this Detroit team actually, they almost scare me a little more than the than the Niners. At least the Niners, you kind of know what you're getting. With the with the Lions, you just don't know what you're getting, and their, their coach is so, Dan Campbell's so gutsy. Yeah. He's got such big balls. I mean, you've seen him from, from week one. Going for you know fake punts, going for it on fourth down, like he is not scared, and that's voted well for them. Uh, they they're pretty much going to pull everything out. I, I think this is a super dangerous team. I think they get the home win for Detroit, and you know I think they're moving on, and you know we'll move on to. I mean, have you got anything else on the Detroit and the Matt Stafford? That no, I I just think it's a it's a scary game for the Lions in the sense that. In the second round, you know, moving forward, the second round, if the Cowboys win, do you want to face Philadelphia or Detroit? Like, I would almost rather face Philadelphia as the Cowboys. Same, but I would Detroit. But I'm more scared of it, would hurt so much worse to lose to Philadelphia yeah. than Detroit. And that's why I think Detroit. It's, it's hard to Detroit win in the fan, NFL. Not Detroit, the team, but the fans are terrified yeah. because they don't want to lose to Matthew Stafford. It's, it's hard to win in the NFL. And it's even harder to beat a team twice in the NFL. Yeah. Unfortunately, the Cowboys have beaten all of these teams once. Of course, they've lost to Philadelphia once yeah. too. So, so Philadelphia would have to be. I yeah, 
But, but yeah, anyways, I, that, that's I'm, what I had on that. I'm, I'm worried about Detroit for Dallas. But speaking of Dallas, move on to Dallas Green Bay. Detroit's not worried about Dallas. They, like, yeah. We had that win. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I think I'm worried about it is that Dan Campbell <laughs> outcoached Mike McCarthy in that game. There was just a few key plays at the right times that happened. And if you want to argue the, the refs or whatever, I'm not going to get into that. There but, are multiple times where I said the Cowboys should have won. Detroit should have won. Yeah. Neither um, of them played great games. Mm-mm. Of course, it was, it was what you expect from two top-tier teams. I mean, both these teams are fighting for the two and three spot. In the NFC, but you see clear, clear cut. Cowboys could have won that. Not, not the tripping penalty. Not, not that. I'm saying they threw the ball. They could have run the clock. Time. They yeah. could. I mean, I, I understand Tony Pollard struggled in that game. You have issues running, but they're throwing it downfield. There are design plays where this has got to be a completion. Just if we don't get a first down, we didn't get a first down, but we cannot stop the, keep clock. the clock. Yeah. And I know high percentage plays, but. You throw downfield, they can't, it, you know, I think it was when what you have catches in, that ball, or no, it's Cooks catches that ball. McCarthy looks like a genius. And remind me, that is the game, right? Because I'm getting some of these Cowboys where uh, CD fumbled into the back ends. Is that the Lions game when he he gets it, he reaches out, he gets knocked out, and goes out of the back of the end zone for a touchback? No, is it? I, th- I think it. I thought that was the Miami game. No, I think it was a home game. Okay. Maybe I, it was Miami. I, I, either Regardless, way, but, the Cowboys had a lot of opportunities to win that game. So, and, and the same with Detroit. I'm scared it's of them. It's easy more. to look back. And, but yeah. to the Dallas Green Bay game this week, because you got to get this through this week yeah. first. They, the Cowboys haven't beaten Green Bay in 10, or they have one win in 10 years in the playoffs, in the playoffs against uh, Green they Bay. They won back to back to back in the 90s. So, no, they haven't won since 90. It's the last time the Cowboys won the Super Bowl. That's the last time they beat Green Bay in the playoffs. But they've only played them in. 2014 to 2016. Des caught it. Well, I think then then going back to like the last 10 matchups, regular season or not, the Cowboys have only won one of those 10 matchups. I want to say it was Dak's years last time they beat them in Green Bay. So, obviously you have to keep that. I mean, those teams they lost to would have been Brett Favre. Well, it would have been all Aaron Rodgers, I guess, at that point. Uh, Brett Favre was already two times. Let's see, two times. Regardless, in the playoffs. Aaron they, Rodgers. Two, they're a completely different quarterback. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is different tough quarterback, to beat. different team, and even the Cowboys. C.D. Lamb's never. Fa- I mean, he faced Packers last year, but if we're talking like playoffs, C.D. Lamb wasn't on that team. I expect the Cowboys to run away with this one. I really do. I've gotten I more think, confident than throughout the week. I don't think Green Bay's that talented of a team. I mean, they just squeaked in like. They didn't play great football this season, all season long. They were they were one of the lower seeds in their division for a long time. Pretty much, I mean, I think that with the injuries that that Minnesota had, it's kind of what put Green Bay in the position they're in now. You know, they that helped them catapult into the spot they're in. I think if if Minnesota stays healthy, I don't think that they that and they they're in this position. I think it's. Uh... The name that people are getting more, not that Green Bay's not good. I mean, if if you're playing in the playoffs, they're they're there for a reason. But if you take the exact same situation and say it's the Bucks, I don't think most people are as worried. It's Green Bay, Dallas. Well, you can playoffs, write storylines. Yeah, yeah, you can write storylines. It's it's the damn Packers, and fans may get that way. I don't know that. I mean, to an extent, players and coaches might get that way. But these are completely different teams. I know Dak faced the Packers his rookie year in the playoffs. Mike McCarthy coached for the Packers. But 
I think they're different teams, and and Green Bay is capable of coming out and winning this game, especially running the ball. But it's at home. We've seen the Cowboys win sixteen straight home games around that. I I think it's similar to last week where you're like, crap, what are you doing? It's you're keeping you're letting them stay in it, and then I think they run away with it. I you know yeah. I think it's something like th- 34-21, something like that. Uh, Cowboys are going to score a lot. Uh, I don't think there's a lot of question later in the game. No, I don't think so. I they think should. This, they should. I think this defense has at least two turnovers in this game. Uh, and throw it to Mike think, McCarthy. Mike McCarthy does it. He's not going to say it, but he doesn't want to lose to his team. It makes it more special for him. And as we mentioned earlier, it's got to be in his head. If I lose this game, I lose my job. It, it's got to be a, in, at a, least a, it a first round. Question. A first round exit by the Cowboys being the two seed. I, absolutely, there's no doubt in my mind that's what should happen. Whether it's right or wrong, that's that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but guys, you know, thanks. This is a longer episode than normal. Thanks for, for sticking with A lot of free us. content. We're not going to charge you. There's a, yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe next year we'll start the peak one app. You pay five ninety nine for, uh, we'll start it off cheap. Don't worry. But guys, thanks for listening. Um, a big weekend. We, did we get you ready for your sports weekend? A lot of stuff happening this weekend. Uh, be sure to hit that like button, subscribe, follow us, whatever you're listening to on podcasts. Uh, But until next time, guys, we'll see you later. Bye.